Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, where we explore what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Podcast is about truth. When we talk about truth, we often mean information that can be confirmed as correct or verifiable. This is truth according to the Latin veritas. It is how we settle disputes, establish what is right and what is wrong. The word of the New Testament, however, has a slightly different meaning. The ancient Greeks believed that there were five rivers in the underworld, and the Leith, the second largest, was what they drank from and forgot. They didn't simply forget like we do when we can't find our car keys. They forgot who they were. They lost all of their memories. In essence, they ceased to be. It's for this reason that the goddess Leith of forgiveness was sometimes called the goddess of oblivion. It was this the Greeks feared so much, and why being remembered was so important to them. The river Leith, where everyone lost their memory, is the basis for the word truth. In the New Testament, it's Aleth, and A preceding the word means to negate. Aleth, however, does not mean to remember, but to discover. Aleth means to learn something that is unforgettable. An example of a truth that I discovered and that is unforgettable is a coin I wear around my neck. I don't wear a cross, although I'd be honoured to do so. I wear an ancient drachma, the coin that is described in Luke 15. Because it reminds me that I was valued, I was searched for, and I was celebrated. It is a truth, a revelation I will never forget, and one I carry with me daily. Do you think it's possible we spend too much time trying to convince people of veritas truth, rather than sharing with them a least truth? I'm not talking about us having special revelations or Gnosticism, about having special information that makes us unique. I'm not suggesting for a moment that we should hold revelations that we are given as more important than the Scriptures. The foundations of our belief are clearly recorded in Scripture. What I'm talking about is that we should be more focused on sharing the revelation of Jesus as the Messiah than we are simply trying to prove that we are right. All too often when we get caught in situations of trying to prove that we are right, we miss the opportunity of sharing a revelation of who Jesus is. I love the way that Jesus deals with the situation in John chapter 4. Can you imagine the scene? Jesus is passing through Samaria when he meets a woman at the well. She has spent years being rejected by her peers, and so she comes to the well in the heat of the day, when it's most difficult. But she would rather put up with the discomfort of the heat than to have to face any more of their snide comments and rejecting looks. But now she encounters a man, and worse still, a Jew. She knows how they hate her. Years of rejection by men using her and being shunned by her family and community build up and she has been reduced to behaving as they have judged her. 
And now, facing this man, a Jew, she knows there'll be more judgment, more rejection. And she can feel her anger building. But he doesn't insult her. He doesn't make any derogative statement. He just asks politely, please give me a drink. She's caught off guard, disarmed by a polite request, not a judging silence or a condemning insult. Surprise overcomes her reluctance and she can't believe it. He, a Jew, is asking me for a drink? You're a Jew, she says, trying to work out why he's even talking to her. The reason Jesus approaches her is simple. She has lived her life under the burden of judgment that veritas truth can bring. Jesus wants her to know Aleth truth. And so the conversation begins, an exchange of two truths. In verse 10, Jesus reveals himself as the living water, as he does in chapters 7 and 8. Verse 11, she points out the simple facts. He doesn't have a rope or a bucket. Is he stupid? Then in verse 12, she gets personal. Do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob? Have you ever noticed when someone wants to tell the truth, it can start with one party stating a deficit or lack and then move to the personal? In verses 13 and 14, Jesus repeats the truth that he is a living water. In verse 15, the woman wants the living water, but has yet to understand that truth. Verse 16, Jesus asks the question that exposes her life. And it's her greatest fear. Verse 17, once Jesus has revealed her response and truth, he doesn't get busy judging her. He acknowledges that she's answered honestly. He doesn't use truth as a weapon. And so often I've heard it done that truth has been used almost as a weapon to beat people with, not as an opportunity to release and to transform. Veritas truth can lead to judgment. In verse 18, the woman then goes to safe ground away from a personal situation and asks the theological question she knows the answer to. Shame has a way of making us retreat to old, safe and trusted positions. Jesus didn't continue the argument. He could have said that she venerated Mount Gerizim because it was where Jacob pointed to the blessings or that she was wrong about where Isaac was bound and readiness for sacrifice because he was about to die on that very same hill. In verses 19 to 25, Jesus answered her quest for veritas truth, with the least truth, and revealed what her real hope was, the Messiah. In verse 26, Jesus reveals the truth of who he is, and that is the greatest of truths. And in verse 41 and 42, we discover that it led not only to her transformation, but to the transformation of many others. It's always tempting to use truth to win an argument, to prove a point or show how clever we are. But we might want to consider that if we use truth simply as a tool or a weapon, we may miss the opportunity to share the least truth 
the truth of Jesus revealed, a truth that cannot be forgotten. I wear a drachma every day for the same reason the woman in the story risked more rejection from her community by rushing and telling them about how Jesus had told her everything she had ever done. The truth should reveal, not just inform. Truth should lead to healing and not to harm. Truth should be unforgettable, not just convenient or as fodder for an argument. When we encounter the revealed and unforgettable truth of Jesus, everything changes. My prayer for you is that this week you would know more and more the truth that sets you free. God bless you. Thank you for joining the Cultivate podcast. If we can help you with anything or you'd like some notes, please email us at crosscultivation at gmail.com. God bless.